From Bregman MD, where we're all about psych solutions, I'm your host, Linda Corley, and this is The Breakdown with Dr. B. Marriage. It takes a lot of work, ups and downs, triumphs and traumas. Every day is different and no marriage is perfect. Dr. B, have you ever known a perfect marriage? Well, not really. And, you know, I spent a lot of years, uh, unfortunately, um, dealing with a lot of unhappy marriages because a lot of the pediatricians in Miami would refer all these cases to me. Okay, so you're the expert. So I'm glad we're talking to you today and we're going to unpack a lot of things. We're not going to talk about, though, how to get a perfect marriage because we would be on the air for a long time, <laughs> you know? And, and let's face it, no one has a perfect marriage. So we're going to talk about how do you know if your marriage is failing? What are some of the signs? What are the common signs that would turn the light bulb on and go, hmm, maybe I should get help? And we're really talking to a lot of couples as well um, that have children. So some of the things that doctor's going to talk about is, is if you're in a troubled marriage with children, what to do. So let's roll up our sleeves and let's hit the therapy session. How do you know, Dr. Bregman, if your marriage is in trouble? Let's face it, it doesn't happen overnight. What are the signs? Divorce is very hard on everybody involved, especially the kids. And you know, a lot of parents uh, hold back on divorce because they're concerned about the kids. And it does have real impact on kids. And so I think that's why it's really important to know the signs. You know, the analogy that I like to use is the house analogy, right? A, a marriage with children is a house. So the children are the walls and the windows and the doors, but the, the parents are the foundation. So if the foundation falls, the house falls. So let's let's talk about those cracks. Let's talk. Let's identify some of those signs of the the cracks in the house, so we make sure that house doesn't fall. So give me a few that that are right off the top, right off the top of your mind. What are some of the common signs of a failing marriage? What I look for is it's frequent. In other words, there's a lot of fighting and things that are occurring frequently. It's heated. There's with verbal insults, raised voices, sometimes, unfortunately, physical aggression. And then when the parents involved in silent treatment between them, that's a real negative sign when the parents aren't talking. So the frequency, the insults, the physical aggression, and certain issues about the parents not really talking much, they're avoiding each other. I find that they have arguments. Every couple has arguments. And actually arguing is a good thing, right? Because you're resolving an issue. But it's when you're when you're arguing over the same topic over and over and over again, and you're not moving forward 
What's some other warning signs? There's a lot of criticism. The parents are very critical of each other. Uh, there seems to be a lot of secrets. There's not a lot of time to get together. I mean, people in the family feel disconnected. The kids don't feel uh, secure and, and feeling helped by the parents. Just a couple more. So you're thinking about having an affair. I heard that one. Your spouse isn't the first one you you call. Like, you know, when you're dating and you're in love or you're just first married, something happens at work, you want to call your spouse. You had a good time with your friend, you want to call your spouse. They're not the first go-to person. And let's face it, your sex life is in the toilet, right? Well, you know, Linda, some of these can be very subtle, uh, but dramatic as well. Oftentimes, uh, people get very critical of each other and judgmental of each other. Instead of being able to understand each other, and then there's like secrets that start to evolve and there's not a lot of time together. There's a lot of arguments. The, the couples really, they don't know how to really talk to each other to resolve conflict. I was a divorced single parent and when I noticed my marriage was starting to crack, I. I started to get gifts for milestones that weren't romantic anymore. Like, how about a vacuum cleaner for my birthday? To me, that was a big sign from a man who used to write me poems. The problems are gonna be unique to each couple. You know, just get the antennas going up. I had one guy, uh, for an anniversary gift, he bought his wife an anchor for his boat. Yeah, that's very symbolic. Uh, very symbolic. So there's a lot of warning signs, okay? The marriage is not going well. And then I think we need to start talking about what effect it has on the kids. Right. So, you know, you're a big proponent. You want to save the marriage at all costs, right? Do, do whatever you can. But, you know, I came up with some interesting statistics. You understand with children, marriage is just not a throwaway. Try and fix it. You know, you do have ups and downs and your kids arguably are gonna be so much better for it in the long run. Now, of course there's exceptions and we'll get to those later. Here's some things, children of divorced or separated parents are two times more likely to live in poverty. That's huge. And estimates suggest that children from divorced parents have an 8% lower probability of completing high school and a 12% lower probability of college attendance. Those are eye-opening to me of, hey, get to the counselor, let's fix this. Uh, Linda, I mean, the list goes on. There's no doubt that the kids are affected emotionally, physically, in college and later on in terms of their relationships with other people. That is what I see. I always take histories. If people come to me, especially with issues about intimacy, about early relationships, 
And we always talk about divorce if it happened at certain stages of a people's lives. So it's really significant. Okay, so there are some exceptions and, and you know, like physical abuse, reasons you should get divorced. Too much arguing in front of the kids. If you've really tried, you've gone to the marriage counselor, you've tried separation, and you do go through separation and divorce. How do you do it so that the kids don't fall into those statistics? What's the right way to divorce? I think what we're saying here is, what are some of the tips to reduce the psychological toll of divorce on children? And I think that's really what you're talking about. And this is what I tell the parents. Stay with the discipline, the routine, things you've done with the kids. The most important thing for the kids to know is both of your parents love you. You know, I know you don't understand it, but we both love you. That's the key. Keep them feeling safe. Safe is number one. It is and secure. Okay, so that's the number one thing. That's why people come to see me. And the key to that behaviorally is in both houses, if you're separated, certainly try to have a good compliant to discipline routine. Right, and like a universal way. If I do this in my house, then please do that in your house. So it's like oh, a united front, if you will. Absolutely. And then this is mandated even by the courts in Florida that you don't put the kids in the middle. In other words, you know, dad's this, or mom's this, you know, bad blaming, none of that. Most of the kids feel they want to have one big happy family, which has been disrupted by the divorce. What's so important is the kids are in the middle. They don't feel they're to blame, okay? The co-parenting is good, you know, and peaceful and productive. You help the child feel safe and secure. For the adolescents, you know, you monitor their stuff and make sure they're not acting out. And you empower the kids. You love the kids. Number one is we both still really love you. If we could have some mature adults doing that, that's really been would be the goal. If I could jump in here, one of the things I did, and again, you know, you leave your ego at the door. You don't tell your children, like you said, daddy did this to me. I feel this way about your daddy. Tell your friend, but don't tell the kids. But what I did that I found very successful, and it was actually my mother's idea, was all the milestones like birthdays, holidays, graduations, you know, like you said, be mature and try and celebrate those milestones together as if you were a family. Now, I know that's a big ask, but it's huge to the children. They know you're not married anymore, but they know you're coming together in their honor. And like you said a couple of times before, they will feel loved, they'll feel treasured, they'll feel honored that you are doing this for them. Okay, I agree with everything you said, Linda. The first thing is, and I get a lot of referrals from pediatricians, because 
you know, that's the doctor to the family, that the child goes to the pediatrician, the family goes to the pediatrician, discuss your concerns. And then the pediatrician, uh, who's usually psychologically minded, uh, refers to some talk therapy or other therapies like me, okay? And then this can be extremely important. You to get some therapy for the kids if they need emotional family therapy, if that's going to help. So to discuss the dynamics and things that are going on, if the parents can afford that, offer some community supports for the kids and the family. If things are not doing well, get some outside support. Very good advice. Well, we're running out of time, and this is a huge topic that we will revisit uh, in the months to come. But, you know, again, just love on those kids and be mature, you know, put them put them first. The parents are the adults, and a lot of parents don't want to get divorced because they're afraid, you know, but sometimes if it's really needed, divorce can be the right thing. Okay, I'm not a proponent of divorce. Stay together. But if it's needed, get some professional support. Great advice and so important for families, right? This is this is our future, our children. We got to do it right. It was great talking to you this week. Same here, Linda. Goodbye, everybody. We'll see you next week. From Bregman, M.D., You've been listening to the latest episode of The Breakdown with Dr. B. If you'd like more information or to speak to one of our top psychiatrists, just head to our website at BregmanMD.com to book a telepsychiatry visit from the comfort of your home. Hope you've enjoyed our latest podcast. Catch you next time.